am a choreographer. I know I told you last week that I studied dance, but I wasn't sure if you were aware that I'm a choreographer. I'm a choreographer of God's joy. God's joy is in God's people. And I choreograph dances that allow people to express God's joy in them. This is my personal mission statement. It informs my work so significantly that I thought that I'd better tell you. I was reminded of it by the convergence of this annual meeting and Paul's letter to the Corinthians, the 12th chapter that we read this morning, in which he continues to develop the metaphor of the body of Christ. To be a choreographer is to recognize the strengths and limitations of each dancer and to place those very qualities in relationship to the other dancers, each with their strengths and weaknesses. Perhaps one dancer is known for his powerful jumps, another for her fancy footwork, another for the movement of his upper body, the way that he engages space with his arms, head, and torso, and still another with her timing for movement. A good choreographer considers the abilities of the dancers and creates dances that highlight the best, the best that people have to offer. This is what I look for in the people of God. I look for ways that people's strengths and weaknesses can be in relationship to others' strengths and weaknesses so that the sum of our strengths is demonstrated, diminishing any individual weaknesses. This takes careful attention not only to each particular dancer, but also how the dancers are in relationship with one another. If you have witnessed any choreographed dance, you know when this is done well, and you know when it's not done well. When it's done well, you're captured by the movement. Each individual's gifts are a delight to witness in part because of how beautiful they fit with the other dancers. A solo performance is for the good of the entire dance. It does not stand in contrast to it. This is what Paul is referring to when he speaks about striving for the more excellent gifts. He highlights that they are not to be for the particular giftedness of just the one who has them, but for the benefit of the entire body. And we should always strive for the gifts that benefit the entire body. This is one of my favorite parts of my work as priest and rector. I love drawing people's attention to those things that they are good at. People are often surprised by their giftedness because for them, doing what they do is second nature. And so they thought that everyone did it. I could lengthen this sermon easily by seven to ten minutes, by listing all of the ways that I have encountered the Spirit of God in the people here at St. Stephen's through the six months that I've been here. And in fact, I'm only restraining myself from unleashing my stream of consciousness recognition for your sake. <laughs> but I promise you, if you ask me to tell you just even one event while we're standing together at coffee hour, or when we come over for small suppers, I will tell you. 
And I invite you to read the annual report, which gives you a glimpse of all that people share. You can see there how the gifts of each person come together to make the whole of how God is working here at St. Stephen's. Recognizing and utilizing people's gifts is where God's joy is made known. God's joy is in God's people. God delights in God's creation. God expresses this delight through giving us gifts, and God experiences delight in witnessing our use of those gifts, using them in service to God through his body in the world. That is my belief. When we say yes to God, God is delighted and we feel the joy as well. I love to find the yes to God in people. God's gift to us and God's joy at seeing us use those gifts in service to him are why my understanding of myself as a choreographer guides my work here. I choreograph the gifted dancers who call St. Stephen's their church home. It is through the spirit that each person has been given gifts, and it is with the help of the spirit that I can celebrate, receive, and use those gifts as your rector. When I met with the vestry last spring, seated with them in a circle in South Hall, I was asked about my leadership style. One person said, so you like to lead collaboratively? And I remember pausing after that question, quickly going through the other styles of leadership to make certain that I could, could claim collaborative fully. Authoritarian? No. Egalitarian? No. Dictatorial? No. Democratic? No. <laughs> Authoritative? A little more in line with what I'm thinking, but not as good as collaborative. And so I said yes. Twyla Tharp, who is a choreographer in a very literal sense, wrote in her book, The Collaborative Habit, Life Lessons for Working Together, the following. Collaborators aren't born, they're made. Or to be more precise, built. A day at a time, through practice, through attention, through discipline, through passion and commitment, and most of all, through habit. These are the habits that I practice in order to be a good collaborative leader. I take care of my own needs so that I don't project them onto you. I expect an environment that is respectful, honest, and forgiving. I dedicate my time to skills that are unique to my role as priest and rector in this community of faith. I develop and maintain my disciplines of spiritual growth. I hope that you will dedicate yourselves to the same, that you will take care of your own needs so that you don't project them on me, that you'll participate in an environment that is respectful, honest, and forgiving that you'll dedicate yourself to sharing the unique gifts you have in this community of faith, that you will develop and maintain your disciplines of spiritual growth. 
At the same meeting, the same meeting with the vestry that I referred to earlier, I was asked what I would do to bring people into St. Stephen's. And my answer may have been surprising because I said, actually, that's not my job. I will work, I told them, with you so that St. Stephen's reflects what you think God is calling it to be. And then you need to bring your friends. And that is what we have been doing these six months together, responding to the Spirit's work in and among us, building St. Stephen's together in a way that reflects our shared commitment to God in this place. The dances that were choreographed and danced in 2012 include securing our youth ministry programming through dedicated volunteer leaders and the hire of Sue Riley as youth and membership administrator, developing our membership process, strengthening Coffee Hour Fellowship, creating opportunities in worship for young people, notably First Sundays, transitioning from one fine organist in Ginny Lehman to another in Frank Zeligny. These are the particular dances that I have choreographed. And as I look to this year, 2013, there are several endeavors that I think will use the gifts available in and through Saint, the people of St. Stephen's. These are ways that I hope to be a good steward of the abundance found here at St. Stephen's. The dances that can highlight the giftedness found in this congregation. You can read about them in some detail in my annual report, but just to highlight a few here. We anticipate beginning the Royal School of Church Music program for young people, a graded choral program that invites young people into it and trains them to be musicians through the joy of singing and the joy of singing sacred music. We have plans to develop a special needs church school experience, knowing that people, families who include special needs children often have trouble participating in the full life of the church because of a particular family member, we look to create a special needs church school program. We'll commit ourselves to growing in gifts for ministry by giving people opportunities to discover their own particular gifts and how that it is that they can offer those in service to God here at St. Stephen's. We plan to bring on some pastoral support, programmatic support through a pastoral counselor the vestry agreed just this week to receive the gifts of the Reverend Dr. John Brown on um, a consultative structure. He will be assisting us with some programs as a pastoral counselor. And we will emphasize our identity, our Episcopal identity in the nursery school. In a highly saturated market of nursery schools here in Ridgefield, we think this is a way to make our identity known. And that will begin this fall. These are the dances set to be choreographed this year. If you're not a principal dancer in any one of them, then think about what you have to offer the core of dancers. As a choreographer, I don't want anyone standing along the parameter of the stage. Such non-participation takes away from the beauty of the dance. And to be distracted from the dance is to fail to witness God's work through St. Stephen's. As the body of Christ, made known here, 
we are called to participation. And through our participation, we discover the Spirit of God working in us. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen.